0: Hello and welcome to the Locked On Leafs podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's brother from TSN's Overdrive. He hit me up on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show as well at Locked On Leafs. If you like what you hear today, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Leave a rating and review as well. That would be much, much appreciated. How we feeling now, Leafs Nation? How we feeling now? The Leafs defeat the Senators 7-3 and extend their lead atop of the North Division and now sit 8 points ahead of Montreal, whom they play on Saturday. Everything came up Leafs tonight. Everything. They got some good puck luck, there was some bad goaltending on the other end, and a bunch of guys got going. Matthew scored twice. Jumbo had three points. McKayev scored. Nylander scored, barreling in on a rebound. Tavares with a goal at five on five. And Michael Hutchinson, or Michael Clutchinson, as maybe we should call him, gets the win, gets a full two points. And uh, all is well in Leafland. All around, just a good night and a good way to end off. Kind of a frustrating series where the division's top team in Toronto kind of struggled to to put away these basement dwellers in, in the Ottawa Senators, right? Like, they were up 5-1 the other night, and the Sens come back, beat them in overtime 6-5. And then last night, they barely got past them. It was 2-1. And now the, the Leafs had a much more complete game, and, and it seemed like they were playing it safe and that they, they were going to win that game all along. But still, 2-1, that's, that's not, that doesn't scream dominant play. But tonight, tonight, the Leafs put it all together in front of Michael Hutchinson and put together a dominating 7-3 effort. A complete team effort and a nice win heading into the weekend 4A against the Montreal Canadiens. Um, tonight was, was great. You know, everything was clicking. You had the power play that was going. They were two for three on the power play, uh, two for two on the penalty kill. And and everybody was just playing so well. And it's funny coming into tonight. There was so much, there was so much, uh, hate being thrown and shade being thrown against Michael Hutchinson and whether or not he was going to piss away two points and whether or not the Leafs should even play him, right? Everyone's like, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe Freddie Anderson should just go back-to-back games and, and get the points. We, we don't trust Hutch. And look, at the end of the day, I thought he played well. That first goal, probably could have had. The second goal, I don't think he really knew where the puck was. And, you know, you could say the same about the third. So, was he an all-star tonight? No. Was he dominant? No. But was he was he good? Good enough to get the win? Yeah. Did he actually look like a, a an NHL goaltender tonight? Yeah. Made 34 saves. That's pretty impressive. You know, the third period, they're pouring it on. And, and if you don't think that in the back of his mind, you know, <laughs> this team and him are, are thinking, oh, no. The, you know we're up here in the third period, and the Sens are now kind of picking it up and and really taking it to us here. And all of a sudden, this is now Michael Hutchinson making a couple of key stops late in this game to make sure that this game didn't get away from them like it did on Monday night. So good on Hutch tonight; he deserves a pat on the back, and it really made all the sense in the world to start him today. Like. Why wouldn't you? You're playing the Senators. They're the last place team in the league who doesn't have any game breakers, and they struggle to put the puck in the back of the net. Sure, they beat him for a couple uh, tonight, but Hutch was fine. I think we forget that he actually has had success in the NHL. Because his Leafs tenure was so so poor, like there's no way to get around it. He was awful last year. Anytime he he was out uh, out there for Toronto, granted the team never really played well in front of him, and he was given you know the short end of the stick, the second night of back to backs, and he wasn't uh, he wasn't given a fair shake, I guess we could say. But he's been decent everywhere else he's been, right in Winnipeg. He was a decent goaltender. Won a couple of playoff games last year in Colorado against the defending or, or against the uh, the the conference champions, the finalists in the Dallas Stars. Actually, won a playoff game against them with Colorado. You guys remember that? <laughs> Less than what six months ago. So you know he he isn't an, a terrible goalie, and, and so playing him tonight should not have been such a difficult decision, and shouldn't have been something that. Leafs Nation wrestled with going into tonight's game. Luckily, he came to play today. And the team played much stronger in front of him as well. And that's another thing. I think we've all we're all worried because of what we saw last time Hutch was in the blue and white and in between the pipes. Didn't look good. That being said, this this isn't the same team playing in front of him. You know, we've seen Anderson's game take a a nice step up this year based on the play out in front of him. Why didn't we think that potentially Hutchinson could look like not a starter in the NHL, but somebody who could at least start some games if need be, a a backup in the NHL, a number two or maybe even a 2B in the NHL? Right? Like the team is just playing so much stronger, a better defensive game. They're limiting teams a lot more than they did a year ago since he was last in the pipes for this team. We really should have thought about it a little more and realized Hutchinson was going to be fine. And you think about it tonight he, only three high danger chances against. The Maple Leafs played great defensively in front of Hutchinson, they allowed 37 shots, but none of them were of any high danger variety like three high danger shots the rest were all just something that i think the 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 senators were hoping to to catch Hutchinson off guard which they did a couple of times and and you know a couple ended up into the back of the net but for the most part they were just throwing pucks at the net hoping to create rebounds and they were just throwing pucks at the net hoping that he wasn't going to stop them and that he would just get you know a little flustered and allow a couple of more goals but he didn't you know, he he made the the easy saves that he had to make, and ended up with 34 of them on the night. So, you know, Michael Hutchinson, first and foremost. Before we get into the the individual success um, of of some of the other players, to talk about some of the other positives from tonight's game, I, I do want to say that there there's, you know, I I'm also to blame too. I I didn't think about that, but in hindsight, I don't know what I was worried about. I don't know what Leaf Station was worried about. You know, you're playing the worst team in the league. If you got a guy like Michael Hutchinson, who as early as six months ago beat the Dallas Stars in a playoff game, you got to at least think that he could give Toronto a chance on night two of back to back to maybe escape with a couple of points. And he did that tonight. Granted, you know, your team putting up a touchdown for you, that helps too. (laughs) Right? That definitely helps. But, you know, I'm just glad that he was able to go in tonight get the full two points, and give Freddie the night off. Because aside from getting the full two points and a good effort from Hutchinson, getting Freddie uh, a couple days rest, I think, is going to be good. And he didn't even start. He wasn't even on the bench tonight, actually. You know, he, he didn't play. He was he was uh, scratched or up in the press box or wherever he was. I don't know if he was even in the building or not. But, you know, Joseph Wohl was the backup goaltender tonight, and Freddie had the the night off completely. So, you know, the goaltending, um, sometimes we think just too much about it here in Toronto. The backup goalie specifically has always been a massive conversation point, (laughs) and sometimes I I think we get carried away a little bit, just like we did for the last 24 hours when we were pondering whether or not uh, to put Hutchie in net. And I think now once it's all said and done, what a silly, silly thought that we had because he was totally fine and the team played well in front of him and uh, ended up collecting the full two points. So that was nice to see. A uh, couple other things from tonight. You know, uh, uh, the the top line was just fantastic right from the get go. You know, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Joe Thornton. What, what more can you say about them? Marner and, and Matthews, four points on the night. Thornton had three, um, including a, a, a nice tip-in goal. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that I, I was really surprised when Thornton came back from his injury after being off for ten games and was automatically given his spot back with Marner and Matthews. I didn't, I didn't like that because I felt that Zach Hyman had been playing really well with those guys. But since returning. Joe Thornton has six points in three games. Marner and Matthews are playing just as well as they were when Hyman was on the line. These two together are just fantastic. They are so good. They are amazing players. And it doesn't matter who's going to be with them. They're just going to make make magic out on the ice. And that's really what they've been able to do. Moving down the lineup a little bit. You know, I mentioned that Hyman... Uh, was it wasn't you know hadn't been playing. He he was out tonight, banged up a little bit. Uh, I think he he took a shot and he was day to day. We'll see if he ends up playing on Saturday. So Kerfoot ends up moving up. So the second line of Kerfoot, Nylander, and Tavares. Now, if you recall the Steve Simmons article the other day, those are the three members who were the main focal point of Simmons' article. And um, as much as You know, as much hate as that article got and how, you know, somewhat garbagely it was written, um, we have seen objectively stronger play from all three parties named in that article the past couple of games, no doubt about it. You know, you, you look at Tavares... He's been so much harder on pucks. He's making better plays. He's defending better in his own zone. Scored tonight, 5-on-5. You know, that was kind of a weird goal towards the end of the game there. But he scored, which was nice to see. Get off the schneid. William Nylander, he saw him going hard to the net as well and scored. Getting into the dirty areas. Going to the net. Going somewhere that Marner and Matthews go to to score. So, it's funny. I saw a lot of people on Twitter Go on, oh, is is that getting into the dirty area enough for you, Steve? And let's be honest, that's exactly what he wanted Nylander to be doing the whole time. So yeah, that's exactly what he's looking for. one hundred percent. so I I, can't, I found it funny. a lot of people chirping Simmons after he saw Nylander go hard to the net and score. And in my mind, I was just thinking, that's literally what Steve Simmons has been was saying. He said, Nylander nee needs to do that more often, and he'll score more goals. And that's quite literally what happened when he stormed the net looking for that rebound and uh, was able to get, uh, get uh, that power play marker. Um, and even, you know, I thought that Kerfoot played well, too. You know, I, I really did. Uh, the, one of the things that I found interesting about tonight's game... Um, was that Keith? when they were up, was it 6-3, I think? Like, yeah, 6-3, midway through the third period, he split up Matthews and Marner. I thought it was strange. I'm like, why would you do that? And it was funny because they were legitimately talking about it on the broadcast, and he said, yeah, I don't know why you would move those guys around they're playing so well you don't want to ruin the chemistry but I guess you know Marner uh, maybe this is an opportunity for him to try and get Tavares going again 10 seconds later Tavares scores so it was, you know, it worked. It, it, it did. It, it was just a night where everything was going right for Toronto. You know, Keefe's coaching, uh, you know, his decisions were just, you know, going right. His decision to ultimately start Hutchinson. His decision to put Kerfoot up on the second line with Matthews or with uh, Neilander and Tavares. His decision to split up those lines and put Marner with Tavares to get him going. And he ends up getting a goal. And everything just kind of worked tonight. So, ultimately, uh, a fantastic game all around for the Maple Leafs. Uh, And once again, 7-3 was the final. Uh, We'll take a quick break. And when we come back, I'll talk about the three stars of the game. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, welcome back to the Locked On These podcast. Mike DiStefano with you as I go through... The three stars for tonight's Leafs win, 7-3, was your final. And my third star of the night is going to be Jumbo Joe Thornton. Uh, A goal, two assists, three points. And Tom Brady and Joe Thornton are two guys who are just defying father time right now. And what Tom Brady did was win a championship. I really hope that Joe Thornton can hitch himself to him and also win a championship. But anyways, Thornton, great great game by him that entire top line. Like let's be honest. My my three stars are, is the top line. Like Thornton, Marner, and Matthews. Those are my three stars. Matthews is my number one star. Uh you know, this guy just just scores at will. I I honestly that's all he does. Like his first goal was fluky and Hogberg certainly should have had that. But that was just His shot is so hard that even when the goalie gets a piece of it, it still has so much momentum that it goes right through the goaltender and into the back of the net. Like That's the type of power that this guy has on his shot. Ends up scoring two in the game, finishes with four points, extends his official point streak to 12 games. And (laughs) why on earth the NHL doesn't think that uh, his point streak, or why the NHL thinks that the point streak should be over when a guy misses due to injury is beyond me. I, I don't know. Because because I, I, this was a couple of episodes ago, if you guys recall, uh, Brandon Cameron was on, and we were debating whether or not it was a 10-game point streak or a 13-game point streak. But actually, it was both. So it was 13 games straight, he had a point, but it was 13 straight games that he played whereas the NHL his official point streak was only 10 games because the one game that he didn't play against Edmonton if you recall uh, earlier in the season he missed that one Friday night game against the against the Oilers that put an end to his streak but since coming back he he scored in 12 straight since then <laughs> but he had also scored in like 3 in a row leading up to that so Austin Matthews has legitimately um like defied what is expected of him and is truly putting together an MVP campaign. Coming up on the other side, I will divulge into that a little bit because Joe Thornton was asked about that thing, that very thing today and I have the clip of it and I'm going to show you I'm going to uh, play it for you guys just just so that you can understand what we're watching here when it comes to Thornton, or when it comes to Matthews. But, uh, yeah, so Matthews, my number one star. Mitch Marner, my number two star. You know, a goal, three assists, four-point night. Um, his goal was was unreal. Like, Murray didn't give him much to shoot at. He was hugging the post, pretty pretty tall in his crease, didn't give him anything. But the littlest, littlest little bit that he gave him above the shoulder that he could slide right, or that he could flip up over into the net and hit the twine, that's what Marner did. You know, the, the guy's just unbelievable. If if Austin Matthews wasn't on this team, like, I, I could only imagine the fanfare around Mitch Marner, and I, the guys on Overdrive were talking about this today. If Marner was on another team, or if Matthews wasn't on the Leafs, would Marner be considered a top-five candidate for the heart the way that he's playing this season? It's a valid question. And you think about it, last year, McDavid and Drysdale were both up for the Hart Trophy. Why couldn't Matthews and Marner both also be up for the Hart Trophy? Something to think about. But uh, yeah, as for the three stars, and I kind of ended up blending this whole Joe Thornton conversation about these two being MVP candidates into my three stars. So I, I apologize for going on some tangents here uh, in this one. But ultimately, I could pick... Eight, nine, ten stars tonight. Uh, I thought that Tavares and Nylander had really strong games. You know, Muzzin and Hall, as always, strong games. Um, I I really liked uh, what I saw out of out of uh, Pierre Engvall at times tonight, actually, which I was surprised to see uh, McKeever able to to score tonight. So there was a lot that was going on. Michael Hutchinson made some timely saves to you know in the third period when they were starting to to really come on and and push for that comeback like they did a couple of nights and Hutch said no 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 you got one on me you got one in the third but uh, the bucks stopped there that was it they got as far as 6-3 and Hutch shut the door made a couple of really good saves in like the last 10 minutes and kept this uh, a three-goal game and eventually a four-goal game when Tavares scored. So there were a lot of, of great players in tonight's game, and honestly, it was a game that I think a lot of us were waiting for, this offensive explosion, because there hasn't been a lot of that so far this year with the Maple Leafs, which is fine, because I think, to an extent, they're sacrificing some of their offensive Play for to, to 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 play defensively, right? They're just playing more responsibly in their own end, and they're not cheating to create offense, which maybe sometimes is causing for some lower scoring games and some tighter games, and that's what we've seen a lot. There haven't been many blowouts this year. I think I can only think of a couple, right? So you know, it, it was nice to see, though, um, and and you know, it comes against a team that has kind of had Toronto's number this season. You know, Toronto was actually losing the season series 2-1 to heading into tonight. Now it's tied, and uh, you betcha the next time that these two face each other, I I think Toronto is, uh, they they finally figured it out how to beat this team. So, um, man. They're gonna be a, a crazy, crazy team going forward. They got another game on Saturday against Montreal. And I'm excited. Montreal's been off. They've they've been off since well, I think since Saturday, right? Since the game against the Leafs. So they've they've had a week, an entire week off. And uh whether or not that plays into their favor, we'll see. Maybe Toronto is riding in on a high. Maybe they have the the uh the the advantage here but that's going to be uh yeah that's going to be Saturday night's game. Uh we'll we'll take a quick break and, and I'll finally get to those those Thornton comments and then I'll tee up Saturday's game uh just a little bit and kind of give my my thoughts going into the weekend. Uh but before I do, let me tell you guys all about Built Bar. I got to tell you guys about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar ever and the new and improved Built Bar is even more delicious. They've got 18 amazing flavors and six brand new flavors that you want to check out. My favorite, Cookies and Cream. It is fantastic. But they also got Caramel Brownie, Cherry Barsia, carrot Cake, Apple, Almond Crisp. And that goes along with the other 12 original flavors. And we already know how much I love myself. My Peanut Butter Brownie. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. And best of all, the Built Bar is healthy, folks. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious guy or gal who's looking to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Let me tell you a little bit about the Peanut Butter Bar. It's got 19 grams of protein, just 180 calories, just 5 grams of sugar, and only 5 grams of net carbs. I'm telling you. These bars are healthy, they're delicious, they're amazing. You just got to go to builtbar.com. Use a promo code LOCKEDON and you'll receive 20% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON at builtbar.com. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Leafs podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Leafs. Mike DiStefano still with you as I roll through the post-game here as the Maple Leafs take it to the Senators by a score of 7. To three, that's right. Least putting up a touchdown tonight. Two goals by the man Austin Matthews. 16 goals on the year through 17 games. The guy's on pace to legitimately have a 50-goal season. There's only 56 games, folks. 56 games, and he's on pace to score 51 and have a 50-goal season. That is wildly insane. Like, let's just stop and give him just just give him, give him the rocket like like I, he's got the rocket. I hope you guys listened to me earlier in in the year when we were going over some bets for to to lay down over at betonline.ag because one of the bets that I had made earlier this season was I think and I think it was what plus plus 300 or 350, maybe plus 250 for Matthews to win the rocket. It was plus money at the end of the day. And I was like, "Yeah, give it a go." And uh yeah, it turned out to be Eh, turned out to be pretty good advice. I hope you took it. <laughs> I really do hope you took that advice. But before I uh, get ahead of myself, there still is a little bit to go in the season, obviously. But you know what? There's something else that I want to talk about when it comes to Austin Matthews. He's not only scoring goals, he's playing a complete 200-game, uh, right? 200-foot game right now. Like, he's it, it, this guy's legitimately establishing himself as one of the best players in the entire NHL. Not just in Canada, not just in the division, but in the in in the world, in the NHL. Like I, I'm I'm almost ready to put him in the top five. Uh I, I am, sorry, ready to put him in the top five. I don't know if I'm quite ready to to slot him into the top three, but uh to suggest that Connor McDavid will always hold the mantle as the best player in the NHL, I don't know if I believe that anymore. I really do. I think there is not that large of a gap between McDavid and Austin Matthews right now. And not only is this guy going after the Rocket, but he's got his height set on the Hart Trophy. And I think that right now, he might be the the leading favorite to win it. What he is doing with the Maple Leafs this season is, is amazing. He is scoring at will each and every game. Like I log on to betonline.ag every single day, and the first bet that I make, I swear, I, t- I swear to you, I do this. I go to prop bets and I bet Austin Matthews score a goal, at least one goal. It's usually negative money, so it's like you know minus one thirty to score, and I'm like, that's fine because that's I'm still going to make money. He's still he's gonna score, and he's done that now. I can't remember, even remember how many days in a row he scored. I think it was what three three games in a row he scored, but he scored sixteen goals so far this year. So um, the Rocket, I think that's pretty well locked up. The Hart Trophy and the Selkie. Does he have a chance to win those two? And that's what Joe Thornton discussed today in his media availability. And I'm going to play a clip for you right now about exactly what Joe Thornton had to say about just that. There's probably two or three guys that, that I've played with that, that does what he does, but he's on you know a different level. Um, he just competes so hard. You know, I think he should be up, you know, for for 18 games in or whatever we are for, you know, Selkie, Hart, uh, Rocket. You know, he does so many things and he just plays the game the right way. And, you know, I, I you know, re- really enjoy watching him play and, and playing alongside of him. He just, uh, he's a complete package. And he is. This is a guy who's really stepped his game up the last, we'll say the last year right i think towards the the end of last season is kind of when i noticed um a, a maturity in his game where he really committed to playing at 200 foot uh 200 feet and this year he's been doing it and the biggest difference between last season and even this season is the consistency we saw it from game to game you know last year we would see it for some spurts and then he would kind of you know, fall off for a couple of games, and then you know he would be dominating again, and then fall off for a couple of games. It was it was a little inconsistent. But this year, this is this is consistency. He's he's not on a streak. That that's the the crazy thing about this. I don't think Austin Matthews is on a streak. People are calling it a hot streak. Like oh, this guy's on an amazing hot streak right now. No, this is Austin Matthews. This is what he is. He is somebody who could legitimately go out there and score a goal every single night and go out there and defend against the team's top line, play a complete 200-foot game, win 60% of his face-off draws, be a force on the power play. Heck, I I know he could kill penalties. They haven't had him killing penalties. But if you recall back in the, um, back in the preseason or in the... Uh, it wasn't. they didn't have any preseason games but in training camp he was practicing on the PK just in case and he said, I mean, whatever I gotta do to, to win games, I'm I'm up for it I mean, the guy already plays so many minutes, but he just is, he's bought in just bought in, and I think he understands that he has an opportunity to be not just a top player in the NHL, but the top player in the NHL if he keeps this up there is no doubt in my mind, no doubt in my mind, that he will win the heart. There's there's nobody in my opinion at this point this season who I could say deserves to win it more than Austin Matthews. Because as well as this team is is right now, like yep, they're in first place. You know, he's got a a, a teammate in Mitch Marner, which is certainly helping him. You know, take that next step, but. You know, like we've talked about a little bit, and kind of what Steve Simmons was getting at, sort of, he went in a a roundabout way to to talk about it, but there hasn't been that much depth scoring here with with much of what's been going on with the Maple Leafs. Mike Tavares just scored a second goal at 5-on-5 tonight. Nylander only has, what, one or two goals, uh, three goals, I think, at 5-on-5. You know, if you take away Spetz's hat trick game, you know, he he's not scoring too too much. Spets is not playing right now. He's injured, but you know, even Spets only has a few goals. So it really has been quite a dominant one line team, if you actually think about it, with Marner and Matthews and whoever is playing with them, whether it's Hyman or now, you know, again, Jumbo Joe Thornton. So it's not like they have a super deep team. It's just Matthews each and every night shutting down opponents' top lines and also scoring goals and producing for his own team. Like so often he's dominating the shot share market or the shot share each and every game. The possession numbers. He's dominating a lot of top centermen in the league in the faceoff dot. And he's scoring at will. This is exactly what an MVP candidate looks like. And Thornton said it himself. that He looks like one of the best players he's ever played for. Thornton's been around the league for two decades. In two decades, he says that Austin Matthews is a treat to watch and one of the best players that he's ever played with. And keep in mind, Joe Thornton hasn't only just played in the NHL, guys. He hasn't only just played for the Boston Bruins or the San Jose Sar- or San Jose Sharks. He's played for multiple international uh, tournaments. He's won gold medals with Team Canada. He has played with the best of the best from this country, and he still is putting Austin Matthews in the conversation for you know one of the top three players he's ever played with. You know, Sidney Crosby is guys he's played with Jerome McGinley, Patrick Marlowe. You know, he has played with a lot of amazing, amazing talents. I like if if you know 06, I believe Sakic was still around at the at the uh the Olympics. Like he's played with a lot of great people. And he believes that Matthews is is one of the best that he's played with. Think about that. The least have never had a superstar like Austin Matthews before. You know we've idolized guys like like Dougie Gilmore and Matt Sundin, but there's something different about Austin Matthews. He's actually that number one, top of the league superstar that this organization that this city has has never had. It's incredible to watch. We're insanely spoiled. I think this guy truly is having a campaign that is MVP worthy, that is Selkie worthy. And I think 100% this man is going to lock down the Rocket Richard. And when it comes to goals per 60 or goals uh goals per game, it, <laughs> I think he's going to run away and break some records as well. He's 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 just so good. He's so freaking good, guys. All right, Um, so game against Montreal tomorrow night... Uh, that should be a good one as well. Toronto, uh, if they can pick up a couple more points against the the Canadians, maybe put a little bit more of a buffer between them in the standings and uh, really kind of start to take a stranglehold of that top spot once again. Give Get a little bit of a cushion. Nice little cushion. I would imagine Fred Anderson will be back in between the pipes for that one. Uh, we'll see about Zach Hyman. Like I said, he was day-to-day for tonight's game. Didn't play, but uh, is expected to play on... On, or, well sorry i shouldn 't say that we we don't know if he's expected to play on Saturday he is day to day so so we will see what happens there. But, uh, yeah, it should be should be a fun game, folks. Hockey Night in Canada, it's always a good one. You know, the Canadians last Saturday night bested Toronto. Uh, Carey Price really kind of just stood on his head. But after an offensive outburst like we saw tonight, you got to think that these guys are riding high going into uh, into Montreal, and hopefully they can pick up a full two points and keep it rolling. Keep the train rolling because they are playing great hockey right now. All right, that's going to do it for us here today on the podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the show. You need to subscribe to the Locked On Leafs podcast on all podcasts and platforms and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show at Locked On Leafs. If you want some more hockey talk, be sure to check out the Locked On NHL podcast where myself and four other Locked On hosts discuss the latest around the NHL. I'll be back with another episode on Monday. We'll be recapping the game against the Habs. Also, be doing the mailbag on Monday. So I'll retweet. Tweet the mailbag, uh, the mailbag tweet, I guess, so you can go check it out and leave a question. I've already gotten uh, a, a good amount, so so thank you to everybody who did leave a, a question for me for for the mailbag segment. So I'll get to that on Monday. So make sure you check in for that. Um, but until then, keep it locked right here on Locked On Leaves.